Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Welcome back. Aiden, what are your thoughts on Cam Dantzler? Oh, okay. So he's just going to hit me like that. Um, I'm going to go ahead. You know, I thought we were going to wait till the Vikings Bears breakdown, but if you want to no, open what do you this mean? can. I just want to know your thoughts on the on the player. Uh, sorry, you I thought, we, talking, I thought okay. we had a football podcast. Okay. No, 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 I thought no. We were talking about sports. Okay. All right. You cannot bring up Cam Dantzler without contextually bringing up Amir Smith-Marset. Cam Dantzler, flop artist notably, flops on a 52-yard <laughs> scrambling rushing touchdown from Justin Fields, which was obscenely awesome, where he flopped because ISM apparently illegally blocked him. I'm not so sure about that. Then, late in the game, ISM catches the ball, puts Dantzler on skates, mind you, Literally is already breaking towards the boundary. All you have to do is go out of bounds. Everyone knows that. Here's where things get tricky. I don't want to actually make some like insider trading claim, but I think we should entertain the idea that ISM clearing waivers to the Bears after getting cut by the Vikings may have potentially been working against the Bears the entirety of the game to the point where you come back inbounds on clearly a hurry up trying to score a touchdown game when you obviously should go out of bounds and get stripped by Dantzler. Yeah, I'm man, not so sure that me. wasn't planned. I I mean, I'm not so sure there's not some dirty pool going on here. Luke. If that were true, that would be all right, folks, we're going to go back to, we can cover Colts that game in Broncos, depth. I was just and we're going to get to the bears later about the Luke and Aiden bowl. I right, just want to leave that. Week. It was a big weekend of sports. Notre Dame if won in Vegas. That, that they did against BYU. Um, if you're going to come at me right off the jump when I'm still getting my, my nuts and bolts and my bearings straight, then I'm going to have to put this teaser out there for people to really suck on throughout the entirety of the episode. I want them thinking about was dirty play um, seen on the field? Is this an inside job? Like, what are the implications of that? What do you, you, know what what do you think? Do you think Kevin O'Connell and Quasey uh adofa mensa paid uh irv smith amir smith marset an allotted sum to go like risk his job in chicago because if i'm the bears brass i don't know how i feel about a friend receiver uh losing a game like that i'm just saying someone needs to monitor his assets for the near future because this seems a little bit suspicious to me I will say That's that he I'm did saying. stiff arm. He did stiff arm Danzler and like straight into hell. Like and then he juked back in bounds. And then like he ghostly shriveled blue Cam Danzler floated out all strong. They were trying to snip the wire, and he fucking Smith Marset was mortal yeah. now. Yeah. That's, okay. That's if that's literally the the play call on the sideline. It's like Kirk after it he scores. Good. If the bears can storm downfield and score <laughs> it is, is good, good. Yeah, you know we were though like we really were okay so let's go back a little bit let's rewind to good. one of the worst football games i may have ever watched especially as an adult oh man the thursday night football game colts broncos luke where do we even begin with this um i'm gonna give a, a brief recap i guess and then i want to talk about Russ. we should give it like two minutes like okay. we, it doesn't, it doesn't deserve that much time for only show. field goals tied at nine wherein the colts win it in overtime with a field goal 12 to nine 
So, obviously a disgusting game, but I do quickly want to hit on Russell Wilson, how the Broncos were booing him to hell, how they were literally filing out of the stadium before overtime had even started on a home game. They were like, I don't want to watch this anymore. I'd rather go home. It's rough. Dude, it's the honeymoon is over. I... Amazon Prime is associated with some dog shit football so far. It's a curse like, right now. I I've got and and at least we have guess an who plays on banger. it this week. Yeah, at least we have a banger coming up with the Commanders and the Bears. Uh, you guys are wearing your orange helmets, which I'm excited yes, about. Yes, and orange tops. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just a really, really, really boring game. I was wrong because I said Judy would score a touchdown, but the Colts would win. No touchdowns to be had. Just awful. It's like. Nobody you know, deserves that point in the in the jersey bet, in my opinion. But you get it. Oh, I earned it because I said the Colts I don't think win. So. I earned a, a hard fought game, and that's the thing. Like, if this were like nineteen forty, that's an awesome football game. I bet they're probably riveted by the, how many times the ball went up in the air, and like how like strong the men are and stuff like that. It, yeah, you know, like r- riveting spectacle. Um, but when we are living for very little, us the fans, uh, on our way into our first adulthood recession, uh, yeah. here here we are, here we are just just like living for these Mondays and Thursdays and these Sundays. Every, yeah. every game, then we're like borderline. We need a little right something. Now. We need a little something. Uh, and this Thursday night football ain't it. Uh, we thought it'd be it. We're like, oh, we all have Amazon Prime. Who doesn't? This is awesome. Primetime football on Thursday gets us through the work week. Kurt I wish there was one every night of the week, but it's I if it's too. like this, maybe not. Right? I, I'll uh, I'll still put it on, but it's like there's a lot of things. It's you not good done for the players if they did it every night. But... My God, and it's you know, like and also like the, the Broncos have been on primetime how many times so far through five weeks? Like three, like three, I think three of five. Yeah. Get them off. Get them out of here. They're really stinking up the television every time you put them out there. You need to get the them Shepherd off. Hook I get the that they're hook. now the we're the they're the Walmart's team, but like has there ever been a more Walmart quarterback than Russell Wilson right now? I imagine he's going to get some branding from the Wall family. Um he looks bad. He are like his team already came out with the like, oh, he's dealing with an injury. He's got to get some opinions on it. But like, okay, no, that's that was after report. the loss, though. That's after yeah. the loss. Like, I don't yeah, give a yeah, fuck. Yeah. That's damage. No, report. I just mean or damage control. Control. Sure. I mean, it's not he like he's so not, bad. It's not like Do he's you not remember? eating it. It's not like he's not eating it in the in the media. Like he wasn't even out of his jersey and pads yet, and he straight up said like that it's on him. So I do respect that. I have to. Um, and I think while it's, you know, funny to like, like sip tea and, and like drink gossip up, like Kyle Brandt saying stuff that didn't really feel like anything about Russ's character, just really about like Russ in his personal life as I I don't know. It, it just seemed weird to be like, to go Most after like, inauthentic he wasn't, personality in the NFL is what he said. Him yeah, and Sierra like, would dodge people when they him tried and to Sierra weren't talking events. to me at the NFL honors. I'm like, okay, I understand. But like that, I don't think has to do with him sucking on the football field, which is in itself gobsmacking. Um, it's absolutely riveting. And it's kind of like also mind blowing for it to coincide with all of these rest commercials because you know, Baker Mayfield was in a thousand commercials upon draft. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so 
ups or downs, thick or thin. You had Baker Mayfield commercials, and so you couldn't really associate it with that. The proportion of Russ ending up in advertisements right now and him completely sucking is actually kind of like uh, more of a collision right now in this in this instance, wouldn't you say? Like, uh, yeah. All of a sudden, and we're especially seeing all of more the things of him we ever seeing... saw. Like you know what I mean? All like of... more of Russ we've ever seen. And then when I think he's on it's not stage. It's. Ugh. I think it's not just commercials. It's a lot of the clipped TikToks and social media and Twitter t- retweets that we're seeing Russ all the time because of all of his little corny antics and shit. And yeah, I think it does kind of stick out worse than the Baker Mayfield situation because Russ has been extremely good before. So it's like even more jarring. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't have anything more to say about him. He missed a wide open touchdown for the win. He threw multiple picks. He's missing everything. Also, let's talk about like the Colts are still not good, like really bad. Colts, so we need to also hit I on Matt Ryan's sucking ass. I don't know how the Colts beat the Chiefs. I don't know what happens. Like, that is a testament to the NFL, I guess, and the competition level, maybe. That, like, you see your cab like, behind you. She's being so um, careful. She's sneaking. Yeah, he, Big Willoughby. He, I always speaking do of, my Speaking of, no, no, you're good. I mean, just, ugh, the, the cat's scratching up everything. It's okay. Um, But no, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it, it was like, how do you not hand it off there, I guess, right? Or, or, or do they hand it off and, like, I can't even remember. I'm starting to mix it up because everybody started comparing it to Russ in the Super Bowl when he threw the interception, right? It was like, fourth um, and one where all yeah. you had – where all you had to do was run it and they ran it out of gun. He ran yes. out of gun and yes. then they called a timeout. And I was like, okay, I said it out loud. I said, surely that was just a bluff play and you were going to try to draw them off sides. People jump. Yeah. And then they ran back out in the same formation. And if I'm not mistaken, it's the same play probably. And the, I don't like the play design at all, but he forces a pass like sidearm off platform at the same point where he had a guy coming wide open and the guys that he threw to both of their routes, like crossed at the same time. So I don't even know, like he threw it into like four dudes, two defenders and two receivers who were like front of the end zone, back of the end zone. So like, I think it was just really bad. He was you know off I mean? all night. He looked the opposite of the stoned, um, badass QB that we saw during the skills challenge in the pro bowl last year. He looked the opposite of that kind of swag. Well, he can't smoke up in the, in the regular season. So he's not stoned and Ugh, I don't somebody know. get this man a doobie. Let's talk about more games. Yeah, please. Like I, this game left a bad taste in my mouth that I was like, there's no way I'll wake up at 6am to watch the Packers and the giants. I totally had to Dude, going like, from to gob, my mouth. going from gob smacking to utterly, delicious gob stoppers is that what they're pretty called? T- yeah uh yeah they're everlasting did i land that everlasting yeah. gob stoppers the everlasting new york so giants good. four Great and candy. one wake up i messed up that uh segue you wake up early for you 6 30 for me 8 30 you see another happy london game you get to hear all the little quips and jokes from the broadcast booth where they're talking all these little british Uh, sayings and throwing them in there. I'm like, you know what? This is just neat. This is just fun. And to add another cherry on top of that, the Giants beat the Packers, the the team that's been dogging us for generations, Luke. Yes, I'm very excited for that win. 27 to 22. Saquon Barkley's winning games by himself nowadays. And ended with like, I mean, Rodgers got 
a couple back to back just batted right back in his face, and like and and yet still and got the chance tomahawk. for the hail mary. Yeah, and still got the chance for the hail mary at the end too. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the answer is there. I'm sure. I'm sure he's not worrying, but I think maybe. I think any time the Packers lose this season, everybody's going to point to, well, the negative shit Rodgers was like the the tough love he was putting out in the media for his young receivers and like how you know if you're gonna you, you know what I'm saying like yeah it, it like almost kind of making him feel like outside of the inner circle and everybody's going to wonder if that affects his decision making on the field depending on who he throws to if they if they if they don't win if they win everybody's gravy but um it'll be Yeah, there the excuse police to start to come out. out. Well, his only reliable guy is Randall Cobb. So what do you Maybe, expect? That's true. I mean, I don't know if I don't know that I'm no, seeing as many drops as I was seeing at the beginning that's of the my, year that's though. My I feel being like these guys somebody are progressing. Else. That's like, my I, other person giving excuses for it. It wasn't. You know it I mean? wasn't a nice win. Like they, they haven't been scraping together all amazing wins. Like their their win against Bailey Zappi wasn't pretty. It was ugly. They should have lost. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. But I'm I'm thrilled to see Dayball. This is an amazing debut. Four and one debut for a rookie coach. I know that game. You know what I mean. So next we have the bills beating the absolute dog shit out of the Steelers 38 to three josh allen went off there. for four touchdowns i think okay so Gabe, he had like a 98 yard touchdown to gabriel davis if i'm not mistaken which was insane uh gabe davis three catches 171 two touchdowns so of course that was to him I um i do want to quickly point out did you see kenny pickett getting into a fight with Shaq Thomas yeah, after like it. getting hit by him low. I thought it was really yeah. cool. I, I do want to quickly see, okay. Kenny Pickett stats 34 of 52, 327 and one pick with three sacks. Not great, but like Justin Fields has never thrown for that many yards. Improvement, improvement from last week. I mean, they didn't get the win, but it's an improvement from last week. Uh, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think just based on, how fired up he seems on the field and how much the guys seem to kind of rally around him on the, on the stuff I saw, despite the, the low score. I mean, this is going to be a tough year, um, a tougher year than expected in, um, for the Steelers probably, but I, I don't see any reason why this isn't good stuff to build off of. Um, the AFC is mad competitive right now. So I wouldn't anybody- want to know. Yeah, like anybody that not that the NFC isn't the NFC is, but like a lot of these wins, a lot of these four and ones, or um, I'll leave the Eagles out of it, but some of these four and ones seem a little more foe than the the four and ones in the AFC and stuff. You know what I mean? Then even some of the two and uh, two and threes right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even yeah. some of those teams could beat the Giants any given week. Yeah, um, or the Vikings at the four Bills- and one. Like I don't know. The, yeah, the Bills, uh, they extend to 4-1 and one now. They're 2-0 and oh at home. They are doing very well in the season. The next game is a personal favorite for one of our listeners, Bradley Pence. Chargers mm-hmm. coming out on top against the Browns. Not going to lie, when that game's on at the same time as the Vikes-Bears game, very little chance I'm going to watch most of it. I do know Eckler um, had a lot of running plays in that game. And I think that's still a good win for the Chargers to come out on top of the Browns, even with all they're dealing with with their pass rushers getting hurt, having accidents. Um, that's still a big win for them. 
It's important to note that uh, Deshaun Watson's back at the facility now with the Browns too. So, yep. um, obviously still not eligible to play, but, um, you know, Jacoby Brissett's days are, are getting more and more numbered. I think he's, I think he's giving him a, a real formidable effort. Um, and he's not a bad football player. No, I like to see it. I like to see it. Anybody who's played quarterback for the Patriots apparently can just do fucking stuff in this league. What are the, what's in the water like, over there? I mean, Bill Belichick. That's like, all it is. Uh, yeah, he's just like, I, yes, I picked the good ones, he says. <laughs> yes, I know they're good. I know that. What do you not yes, realize? That is why I picked them. All right. Kevin O'Connell's Bears, like, Vikings. I was good too. I, that's why, I, you know. Bears, yeah, Vikings. Um, you are the victor. You, The Vikings win 29 to 22. Go ahead and give me your breakdown and your takes, and then I'll follow up with mine. I mean, to be up 21-3, like, as fast as we were, like, for Jefferson to have, like, 10 catches or 9 or 10 catches in the first half, for Kirk to be, seven, like, go 17 for 17, like, the first half was some of the most blissful, like, halves we've had as a Viking fan since, like, Peterson. Like, it, it was unbelievable. Like it felt like when Peterson would like go for a hundred and a quarter or something, or like that time Peterson had like three touchdowns in like the first quarter. Or you know what I mean? Like just yep. stuff like that where like we haven't seen our offense do that. And um, you know, the bad part is when the the Vikings do what we've very commonly been doing the last few seasons, um, where the second half becomes you know a bit of a fall apart. And we're playing to to win at the end of the game. Um, the 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 most amazing takeaway from that is, under the previous regime, we were not winning a lot of those games. And so we have a, at the end of the season, you look, you go back and look at a lot of those games, and you're like, field goal, uh, touchdown that we lost by. There's a lot of them. And this year, we're at four and one when any of them could, you know, we could be, we could be winless right now based on a lot of uh, Eagles game aside where we got blown out. Thank um, you for acknowledging that because that's what I was going to, that's one of the things I was going to hit on in my critique e- of the Vikings, or but not Eagles game. I meant to say credit Packers where it's game, due, though. Packers game. We kicked ass, but the other games, like, I mean, like Eagles, we got blown out and the other ones were very close, uh, very close in games that they shouldn't have been. Um, it, frankly, if our team is in a position talent wise that we obviously can be where the ceiling is at with us is 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 not where the ceiling is with the bears is not where the depleted saints were last week and we're still squeaking by it's amazing to win but i just hope that we can win a little cleaner i'll take the w's but i just want to win a little cleaner and it did come down to some nail biting as always and if cam dantzler didn't come back into a play after getting put the fuck down and snatch a ball out of a fucking receiver's hands and then drop to a knee. Like that's a smart fucking play like that. And not only is it smart, it's just, it's just incredible like that. And, and if that wasn't, if it wasn't the bears, you'd be over the moon about that too. Cause that's just some good, that's just some scrappy fucking not over till the whistle is fucking blown play. I love it. I fucking love it. And I'm, and Dantzler has been doing, you know, like multiple, like, film sessions every you know evenings every week with Patrick Peterson like him and him like they're bonding um he's he's learning from an all pro a, a pro, I mean 
potential Hall of Famer, probably a Hall of Famer in Patrick Peterson. Um, he's Arguably, taking in yeah. all he can. And you have Harrison Smith back there in that secondary as well. Like It's a good place to learn, and he is progressing. And it's really nice to see. Obviously, like, I didn't expect... I didn't expect Cam Dansley to move mountains. We drafted Andrew Booth and we uh, have Peterson over there and he's old. Like we're, we're expecting to be in the middle. Do you think, at do you think right Cam Dansler is a good football player? Absolutely. The season, the, the tape really? came. Absolutely. And here's why. Like, I, yes, there's, there's tape of he's Cam Dansler. He's been fucking lost in coverage. There's you guys are a giving lot of, up so many yards. There's a lot of footage of Cam Dansler being lost in coverage and getting burnt. There's a lot of, covered or a footage of peterson getting absolutely embarrassed as well this season um i can't i can't defend that but they've also like really been working their ass off and and the fact of the matter is like in in, when it's when it's time and they can make a play they usually are um if they're out of the play and they got burnt they got burnt but as as bad as cornerback play has been for the vikings to see um to see the amount of effort and emphasis being put on it is great. Yes, we're getting thrown all over, um, but like I'll, I'll take I'll take little I'll take little victories wherever I can get them. I've seen a lot worse, and I also think that the the wiggle room on a corner being amazing all game compared to a receiver or something like that. I mean, it's not even. It's comparable. almost impossible like, to be a shutdown corner. In the a NFL. corner means you're. I mean, like you are going to get blown. You're gonna get fucking. It's the most visual lot. position. You you. That's it's all. like a left tackle. Like you so know the, when they get whipped. So so the amount of improvement with Dantzler, and also the amount like and and in a similar vein, the amount of shit I should eat on some progression. Like Bradbury is progressing every game. He's he's he was bad and he's getting better. He's been a bit of a turnstile at times. Our offensive line has been young or like, you know what I mean? But like the cornerstones, like O'Neal and Derrissaw are fucking dominant in terms of ranking wherever you, wherever you put that in your Derrissaw is really hot. good. I've seen, I've seen O'Neal get bullied a few times this year. And, and he, he did not play well against the bears. If I'm not mistaken. Well, I, I just think, but Derrissaw been... did. Derrissaw is a fucking beast. They're they're both franchise cornerstones, and I and I'm really happy with it. Darius's got a, a bright future, and I think Bradbury has done a lot to um to improve week to week, even though he does get bullied sometimes. Still, uh, Kirk had a lot of time against the Bears, man, a lot of time. Yeah, you don't uh, go but, seventeen for seventeen without having ample time to do whatever the fuck. You but want. look at that compared to the first few weeks where Kirk was getting absolutely fucked, and you know what I mean. Like I'm sorry, but he was, and so like. The Packers and the Bears have given Kirk ample time in the pocket, but nobody else did. So, like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it, it, it's a big week to week difference to watch him get mauled by the Saints in London, and then be able to start out 17 for 17. Uh, so that's right. on the O line, and the O line helped turn. Kirk sneak the fuck in for the game winning touchdown too, which is whatever, awesome. whatever. I, was, I literally go tell him, like, I'd, I'd I'd sneak it with Kirk right here. All right, my turn, loser's turn. Okay. A few things. First off, a good win by you guys. It's a good thing to go on a, a skid where you let the other team score like 16 unanswered, but still answer for the game winner. Um, uh, not enough things can be said about going 17 for 17 and the stats that Justin Jefferson had in the first half. Incredible football, emasculating to the Bears and the Bears fan base. It was truly something to see, and it made me like really depressed for a little bit. Here's the thing. <laughs> 
the Vikings being stacked to the brim with talent like they are, um, having a QB of the caliber that you claim, having Justin Jefferson of the cal- like a wide receiver of the caliber that everyone knows, and having like good additions on the D line, like you let the the league's worst passing offense blow up on you guys in the second half of the game. I know you yeah. let the Bears defense, which is not good do a lot to you in the second half of that game. You are like praising Bradbury, but the Bears interior pass rush, if I'm not mistaken, is the worst in the league. I wouldn't say I'm I'm just putting it into context. Marking improvement. But no, I I mean, did I, if you look at last week, listen to last week's episode and listen to me say, if you want to, you can run for hundreds of yards against us. If you want to, you can do that to our defense because every single person who's wanted to has so far. Uh, save for some lucky drops and some lucky stuff against the Packers. I mean, like our pass rush has been relatively non-existent and we gave fields some time. You gave him some time. And it was like, it was honestly, and I read a a stat that said the Vikings blitz the least in the league at like 18%, which is wild. I don't he's like smoking, him as a He's smoking an indica, man. I need him to. I need him to snort some coke or something. You have like, to I send to, blitzes. What are you crazy. not seeing from every week's film on Justin Fields? Justin cannot operate when he's got dudes flying in his face. You gave him time, and he looked like a serviceable quarterback. He had his best career day. He hit an amazing throw to to Darnell Mooney, a catch that Bears fans will talk about all season and mind you oh, can probably catch. live off of for like two whole weeks as well, a I'm fan even... base. We can live off just that. And dude, like when uh when he came out in the second half, it truly felt as though somebody like it's like look at this fucking iPad. Watch these plays and watch your watch your plays in the first half. They're not doing anything special, Justin. All you have to do is just not freak out. And just execute. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he fucking didn't freak out and executed. He was, and it was hitting the back of his drop. Yeah. Bam. Hitting the back yeah. of his drop. Bam. And I said it as a joke, but it rung true. Like, I said, don't worry, though. Our offense just clicked and it's fixed now. Remember that when I said that in the group chat? Yes. I said, no, but don't worry. It's fixed now. And then, dude, like five straight drives, it was fixed. Yeah, and I was like, down. holy shit. My phone okay. is gone. You know what happens when the Vikings play the Bears, us being from Illinois? Like, everybody and their fucking mother is hitting me up. Like, Taylor's dad's calling. I'm like, you don't even care about this. This is my life. Yeah, no, that like, would piss it, me it, off. Let me no, finish it was my funny. breakdown real quick, he, he, he bet me dinner, and I won. It was awesome. He's a great guy. So, the Rager touchdown, Roquan Smith whiffs and gets his ankles broken on a backfield tackle. That cannot happen if you want to be a top-paid linebacker after getting shook out of your boots by Tyrod Taylor the week prior on a first down. You can't give up. Then we got Bayless Jones scoring a touchdown on a pitch sweep. He called. He's like also like Aiden Hutchinson, big into manifesting. And in a press conference a few days prior, he said, um, I'm envisioning my first catch to be a touchdown, and it's going to be like this. I'm going to shake it outside and break a tackle, and I just like to – um, I just like to visualize those things and manifest them. And I got to give him a little bit of credit. That was cool. Taylor LOL'd when you fucking sent a voice message talking about that, like describing that situation. Like he's really into manifesting. Like you said, like a voice well, I'm giving Taylor's him like, shit. <laughs> I'm giving him shit, but I have to give him a little bit of props because it actually happened. You know what no, I mean? I, I'm all about manifesting. I truly am. Like I, so I set, I set ha- goals to, to fucking hit them. And if you aim high, you can, you know, you can fucking yeah, but to, to actually talk about along the way manifesting it is like kind of a 
a weird, dumb thing to be like talking about it all the time. I guess. I mean, I mean, yeah, if you're like constantly talking about manifesting and that's like your personality trait, it's a little annoying. If you're like personality trait or is it just something you said? I've heard him talk about it multiple times in his rookie Mm. interview when he first got there, too. Well, that's the thing. He's like 20. (laughs) That's why. No, he's not. He's He's 25. He's like the oldest. rookie. He's an old rookie. He's 25. Let me finish this breakdown real quick and then we'll move on. We've only talked so, about like three games. Well, I gave you your time to give your pieces on the Cam Vikings. Dantzler. Yeah, let me finish. So Cam Dantzler, I think is not good. I just want to point that out. I want that to be on air. I'm glad that you have the perspective. You do. And it's awesome to have it while your team's playing well, because you're seeing growth from your least performing players and your team's four point four and one. However, if you're, I think Dantzler's- if you're learning in, four, in a, with a four and one record, that's a pretty nice spot to be in. Yes. Yeah, I think Dantzler sucks. I think he's part of the reason why Justin finally looked like a competent quarterback. And I'm going to be honest, getting a strip sack for the win or strip uh, tackle where you knee it for the win on a wide receiver is really cool. And that's something to be proud of. But like he also got shook to fuck by that same receiver who made arguably the dumbest play I've seen this, at least this football season by not just stepping out of bounds. So like, okay, cool. I wouldn't be happy about that. But at the same time, the hapless bears beating them like that's one thing, but playing against a good team with Dantzler, he I'm going after him every fucking play. I think he is well, a liability I, on the defense. And at the same time, um, what? Go ahead. No, I just mean like I, I think people will. I think people are going to go after him like constantly, and I think he'll get exposed at times. And I think all you can hope for is marked effort improvement. I don't think he's our franchise corner. You know what I mean? Like, that's all. Right, but I'm not going to give him too much praise for that strip. It's, it was a cool I mean, play, I wouldn't I either if it were on my if it were my team, but it was phenomenal. It was the highlight of the week. I mean, yeah, it was. I don't know. I thought that a Darnell Mooney catch strip sack was pretty cool. I thought that catch was pretty cool. It was a great catch. It, it, there's a lot of great catches. So we can move on, though. Oh, and the last thing I want to reiterate, I think that that penalty on Amir Smith-Marset, which was Dantzler flopping, and then in an interview post-game talking about how he flopped, which is hilarious to me. Um, I think that was absolute horseshit, and it robbed us of one of the coolest Justin Fields plays on the season and in his young career, um, where he made your defense look unathletic. Like, I just want to point that out. So, yes. Ooh, that's loud. Uh, that's a, is it California. Get, yeah. It's a good win. Um, however, however, all right. I'm not going to talk about this one too much. The Lions yeah, got beat 20, 29 to nothing against the Patriots. Not much to talk about there. Goff was getting bullied to fuck. The Seahawks in the Saints. though, because I definitely picked the Lions. They yeah, you did, but don't worry. Luke, Luke hit on like every other pick he had. So it's <laughs> Uh, he's still down by one in the aggregate, but he went up three this week. Seahawks Saints was actually a good game at the end. Taysom Hill had four touchdowns. He had a crazy long running touchdown. Three of them came on the ground. Geno Smith, however, was making a lot of really good throws. He is exceeding expectations. Um, I had Seahawks in that one, and I don't even feel bad about that pick because that game could have went either way. I don't think that was like an outrageously bad pick. Um, Next we have... Jets beating the Dolphins very handily. Zach Wilson didn't have a touchdown. I'm wondering where all of these touchdowns came from. I'm assuming on the ground. 
Um, How did that? It was 40 to 17. I didn't get to actually watch this game. Okay, Michael that, Carter uh, had two. Barrios had one. Wilson had one. And Brees Hall had one all rushing. So those must have been like motions or something out of the backfield. Important to note that uh, Teddy got put into concussion protocol um, in this game. And so they were on to their third stringer. Uh, even though, and like, and people are saying like, or the guy who said it, I don't know, whoever the spotter is was like, I think said that they saw him stumble, but he didn't in the video. But that's the thing is like, I'm not going to sit here and freak out if Teddy didn't stumble because the dolphins are at a point where they need to be overcautious. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know what I mean? Well, but let's are, tie that into this next a couple game. QBs. I don't know. Are the, I don't even know if the Vikings are playing against Teddy this week. I don't know who it is. Let's tie that whole uh, conversation topic into this next game. Falcons Boy, Buccaneers okay. where the Buccaneers come out on top. So me and Luke were talking about this off pod. One of the big um, topics this week has been roughing the passer. Some notably soft tackles that have been called roughing that have been game changing plays. Um, one against Tom Brady. One against Derek Carr, where Chris Jones stripped him an actual strip sack, where he had possession of the ball before he even landed on Carr. However, I think it's important that we contextualize this within the context of a few weeks ago, Tua potentially having a life-altering hit, maybe second concussion. Um, we can't, as two people commenting on the NFL, sit here two weeks prior talking about how things need to change, how this was mishandled, and not give at least a little bit of leeway when referees are trying to protect quarterbacks, maybe a little overcautiously. Uh, what do you have to say, though, about it? This is mean, your idea that you brought up, too. I think we were both a, thinking it, though. It's just a discourse that is uh, it's really tricky because you have the NFL r- rule book, which is thick as a dick, right? Like, just mm. absolutely just absolutely thick. And this is the only rule in that entire, like, 180-whatever-fucking-page book where it says that if you're not sure, just call it. Call it if your gut says so, like, is, is basically the rule on – like air on the side of caution. If you think, if you, if you feel like it's rough in the past or it's rough in the past or toss it. Um, and I, I'm okay with that. The league is what it is. I want to protect the quarterback as much as the NFL does. Not necessarily for the reason. Actually, no, probably for the same reason, because I want to see Patrick Mahomes throw 500 yards a game and like crazy shit like that. And like, you know, it's all, for, it's all, it's all for the spectacle of it as well as player safety. Um, but, at the same time, like you watch those calls happen and they're game changing. And like the Falcons lose because Tom Brady's like quite literally kicking and screaming at a defender and bitching for a call. Kicked like the guy almost full leg, like just like trying to kick him off him, which I understand. It's yeah. You get sacked. You're Shaq old and grumpy about up. it. Like Shaq wraps him up and spins and then lets go and doesn't land on him. He just slings him on the ground. And I get that Tua got slammed on his head and stuff. But like my, my, my thought on this is almost like, so if, if a dude randomly punches a guy in the street that's his age, that's one thing. If a dude randomly punches a 46-year-old older man, I feel like that's going to get a lot more public scorn. So it's like how much of that is is like dripping into these fucking flags that are thrown for Tom Brady all the time. Like it's just an old man getting pummeled. But like Tom what Brady do you expect calls. from these? Uh, Tom Brady gets calls. Brett Favre got calls. Um, not the same calls he's getting right now. Um, no. But like, by the that, way, that he just true. came out there and is... said he did nothing wrong. Uh, oh, my. oh my. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully that's, that's true. That. Um, it doesn't seem to be, but hopefully that's true. Um, 
No, man, I, I, I don't know. I, I, these, both these calls were wrong. That's the fact of the matter. Like the, with it, Brady's call and the call, uh, on Monday night football with Derek Carr, um, both game changing the Falcons probably lose the game because of that. Um, I mean, there's coulda, woulda, shoulda. Brady knows he got away with it. That's why he said twice now. He's like, I don't make the calls. I don't, I don't throw flags. I throw tablets. He's cheeky. He knows he got away with it. That's fine. If it were my team, I'd be thrilled I got away with it. Um, so whatever. Just like I'm thrilled that Dancer got away with flailing on that one, like a soccer player. That's great for me. Um, take yeah, it where I can get it. I get it. Um, do you feel as though, and this is the stuff that's kind of being thrown out, do you feel as though there should be uh, booth reviews on that just right away? Like uh, yes. the ability to? You don't care if it slows why the, the game down not? more? No, I'm nope. not, yeah. The game's slow as shit already, cares. dude. I don't, I, I don't give a fuck. I don't think anybody cares. Um, I want the correct the correct call to be made on the field. Ideally, the correct call is made on a sack every time, and QBs aren't bouncing their head and getting hurt very badly. But that's hard to have time. happen in a crazy sport with split decisions being made. So well, why not have this... another eye in the sky who's not good? Well, just you make a violent sport. Like, you made a violent sport. And, and it's, it's also a matter of like revising it and revising it to keep the spirit of football alive when still like having to be, you know, human. And, and also like the product angle, they, these men, these guys that played professional football from the, you know, like through the like eighties, even maybe even nineties, like weren't, you know, they were, they were fucking hardcore, crazy shit hits that would get you kicked out of the league like you know what i mean on a on a play-to-play basis and they weren't getting paid the the dick some of them i mean like roger staubach's going to fight in war like you know what i mean like it's just like that that league's gone and that sport is essentially gone we it's are spirit we are spiritually this is football and it is still the nfl but changes like this have to continue to it's happen. It's a different style of game. It's just certainly. the fact of the matter. Like it, 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 and so I can't necessarily fault a ref for being cautious, overly cautious. Cause it's a gut, it's a gut thing. And like I said earlier, they, they're told to, to throw it if they think there should on that call. And I also am not going to like, especially in the light of, of, of the head injury stuff. We're in a, it's a tough fucking spot, man. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I want the right call. I, fuck man. It, the human element is part of sports too. Like there was a big thing in baseball where like, I, I think it was like, they didn't even want to, they, they didn't even, they wouldn't even do re, like, uh, reviews, like challenges and stuff like that. That just didn't happen. They like, they're way behind on stuff like that. Like where like we have booth reviews and can like overturn plays and shit. That wasn't like a thing kind of, uh, or like electric strike zones and like stuff like that. Like if if you're wrong, you're wrong. And that's the human element of the game. I think there could probably be a a middle ground. Um, I I wouldn't mind a review. I'm okay. Slowing the game down a little bit. All I care about is the correct calls happening. Um, when you have referees consistently making the wrong calls, you have shit like this, uh, chiefs game that happened. Yes. Or Monday night, a few, few nights back. No, that was last night. We're doing this last on a night. rare Tuesday, Tuesday night. Yeah, I'm right. We usually do it on a Wednesday night. Okay. So let's burn through. We have the Titans beating the commanders. I know that Rivera came out. <laughs> With some strong comments angled towards Carson Wentz. <laughs> he seems to be somebody... the pariah on every team. 
I want somebody to do the anim one of the Animorphs book covers, but it's fucking it's fucking Ron Rivera turning into Mike Zimmer. Like that's like all <laughs> I can think of. Like, just throwing somebody the fucking wolves. I dude. mean, it is what it is. I saw some good Derrick Henry runs in that one. He's the Carson Wentz is the pariah everywhere he goes, and he's constantly the one like through line for why these teams underachieve and coaches dislike him so it's like he's the constant man he's the common denominator rivera seemed uh walked it back i guess and acknowledged it in a in a like team meeting or whatever but it's like oh ever and and we've seen carson be fragile but maybe carson at this point in his career isn't the fragile carson he was like he knows he's not that guy he's like i've been on three teams in three fucking years like maybe one would hope he he would have maybe people are just gonna uh, talk shit about me (laughs) you know what i mean um i'm still around texas uh sorry Texans, rather. Bullshit. Baxter, rather. Evan Bastard. Backstabber. Backstabber. Rather. (laughs) Rather. All right. Texans beat the Jaguars 13 6. Not a good game for the Jags. The Texans get their first win in the division. Uh, Pierce is running all over the place like a man possessed. Now, we get to the three afternoon games. During these games, I was essentially studying the whole time. So I'm going to have to rely on you for insights. The 49ers beat the Panthers 37 to 15. I know in this one that Baker Mayfield is A, hurt, and B, has like the worst QBR since Jamarcus Russell to start the season. Yeah, they. I mean, he's hurt now. It's going to be uh, Matt Rule. Matt Rule got fired. Matt Rule's boy PJ Walker is gonna have to start for I think a few weeks. Matt Rule got fired three third season into a seven year contract. He's gonna make a lot of money. Um, it's like forty mil. It's some crazy shit. Um, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> They're in a bad spot in Carolina. Uh, I don't know. Ah, God love them. I, that, that's all I can say. I think I think there's rumblings of like Christian McCaffrey going to like the Bills and stuff. I think they're just gonna be done. I mean, don't hold a man hostage. At this like, point, at this over. point, people yeah. smell blood in the water. GMs are smelling blood in the water. And if if I'm the Bears, I at least sniff around uh, DJ Moore because we have the most money in the league next year, and he's carrying like 17 mil cap hits the next couple years, or even that Terrence Marshall, uh, what LSU receiver? Yeah. You go ahead and get that drink. Guys, it's his birthday tomorrow. Everybody wish him happy birthday. Okay, so 49ers beat the Panthers. Next, we have the Cowboys versus the Rams. Luke was right. Cowboys won. I actually thought the Rams would pull this one out. However, however, the Cowboys defense was way too much for Matt Stafford. They were bullying the entire game. Uh, Cooper Cup still had a pretty good game, but like I said, I did not get to watch too much of this. The Eagles barely squeeze out a victory against Kyler Murray and the Cardinals 20 to 17. What do you have to say about these two games, Luke? Give me some insights. The uh the Cowboys are unfuckwittable on defense. Like uh Micah Parsons is the truth. This is kind of, this is the kind of defense that takes Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl. Like this is the kind of defense mm. that that uh, That's a good one for me. Yeah, there you go. This is the kind of defense that... Uh, it made me feel better. I've been yeah, feeling really bad lately about the Bears. That. that made me feel good. Feel pretty good. I remembered it. Feel pretty uh-huh. good. There Devin Hestel, oh, Lance Bliggs. You've had technically more glory than me. I've I've had like some, some high highs yeah? but low lows. You went to a Super Bowl All right. Um, All right. recently. 
think about that. What do you think about the Eagles game? Um, Five and zero still. I think the Eagles are real, (laughs) Uh, and I think Jalen Hurts is real. And there's what's there to question? Like, I I think the the Eagles and I mean that Eagles and Cowboys. And not only do they have like a lot of young stars, but they fucking drafted well. I don't know how Nicobe Dean has played or if he's played this year, but I know what kind of player he is. And they get Jordan Davis, who's a freak at the at the nose guard position. He's capable of things nose guards should not be capable of. Darius Slay is like lights out against Jefferson and solid all the other rest of the time. And Jalen Hurts is playing like he's in contention to win awards at the end of the year. So like AJ Brown's killing it. Devontae Smith is killing it. They've got a lot of talent on that team. Look at that, look at that division. Like the division's fucking crazy, undefeated except Eagles. for the Commanders, right? But undefeated Eagles, four and one uh, Cowboys, and then uh, four and one Giants, four and one Giants, and which is kind of a joker. They're kind of jokers because the Giants have been basically playing without QBs the last two weeks, and they're still winning games. Two if against the, Giants the NFC North. Can win with a wildcat, they deserve it. Like they deserve no, yeah, it. you're right, but it's it's not gonna be a. It's not a, a game plan that you can keep winning with every week no, because no. Saquon's going to get hurt if he keeps it up like this. It's a lot of fun. And he watch. did. He popped out for like a drive and he came back in. He already, he had to go to the tent. So look, they may be jokers at four and one, but they're four and one. Nonetheless, the primetime night game was Bengals versus Ravens. Justin Tucker nails the game winner to uh, the, the game winning field goal to end it. Of course he was going to hit. It's not even a question with this guy. Um, he I don't know, man. Automatic as fuck. Like, Hall of Famer, automatic, Baltimore legend, build a fucking statue of him outside of the stadium. Like, yeah, he's holy good. Holy shit. I feel bad because I really thought the Bengals were going to consistently be good and not be a flash in the pan last year. And now I'm like, fuck, are they having a Super Bowl hangover or was that truly a flash last year? Um, I'm still actively rooting for them when they're playing against not the bears, but they're not playing that well this year off to a bad start. I mean, like, um, two and three, where's the, I mean, how are the receivers doing is like, like Jamar chase isn't in the top 10 in receiving yards. So no, I'm not seeing much out of chase. um, I'm seeing some cool plays from Higgins and I'm seeing some stuff from Boyd. I wonder if they're just covering Jamar chase extra. Keep in mind, folks, I did not get to watch too much of the breakdown this week. Okay. I'm in grad school now. Give me a break. Okay. So this is me just riffing, but yes, I, whenever I do catch it, I'm not seeing crazy plays from Jamar chase right now. No, so I, I don't I'm, know. I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I'm not super impressed. I think burrow is still like fucking awesome. And I think that I they love have, Joe Burrow. this is a team that was just in the super bowl. Not much on the, not many moving parts have actually changed. So I, I wouldn't count them out to get their like act together they have they don't in my opinion they don't have to worry about the browns this year just my personal opinion um but they have a few other people that they do need to worry about so yeah uh, like the ravens one of the one of the two games they play them you know what i mean mm-hmm. so they get in right? home so Steelers kind of suck browns yeah. kind of suck the steel the the number two slot is theirs for the taking i think number one is locked the fuck up yeah but like Lamar is just murdering this season, and he's basically only throwing to Mark Andrews half the time. It's just man. crazy. I fucking love. I love Ravens. Lamar. They should have broke him. 
Didn't didn't you or T say price of the brick just went down because he kept missing people in the middle of the that game? That was T. I would never say that about Lamar. I remember that. All right, so we'll close it out with Monday night's game yesterday night. Raiders lose to the Chiefs at the end of the game. This was one, all right. It's, like it's important to note, Kelsey had a record-breaking four touchdown performance. It was crazy. Delicious. Pat Delicious. Mahomes was saying, "What was Pat saying?" I'm him. Have you seen that video? <laughs> yes, like, uh... I, I liked it on Twitter. <laughs> I'm him. I'm him. <laughs> no, he was actually saying, "I'm here." Like uh, it was. He was no, like about to try to fight that's the that's guy. That's I'm, I'm here. here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> all right. Something I noted in the game Kermit was that the, the crab, if you ask dude. dude. Uh, Not Kermit the okay. frog. Hermit the crab. If you were to ask T, say <laughs> that you were in a group at a cafe or bar doing a trivia night, and the announcer says something, an international Muppet icon. He is a green frog. Who is this? And then he shows a picture you would have a tea airing friend write down on a piece of paper, Hermit the Crab, instead of Kermit the Frog. T said that Mahomes sounded like Hermit the Crab, and I go, I go, I'm like fucking, wait, what? He goes, he goes Hermit the Frog. I go, Kermit? You nut? <laughs> That is so funny still. Uh, Hermit the Crab. Dude, I used to have a pet named Hermit the Crab, just so you know. Did you really? One time, I had a Hermit Crab. His name wasn't Hermit the Crab. I'm not a crazy Hermit the Crab would be an excellent book, you know, children's book series. He should get working on that. Yes, I would never write children's books. Are you kidding? Um, Just for, just just a little, yeah, just a little uh, excerpt from my childhood. I thought hermit crabs lived in the ocean and then came to the beach. So you're not supposed to fully submerge them in water in the sink. They don't like that. And they will assuredly almost drown until your parents fish it out and say that they'll drown. That adds up. I mean, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. I I just wanted him to have fun. I was like, I'll give you a taste of the ocean. All those those creatures seemed very aquatic. Like I remember catching a like little like, painted turtles and like assuming that like you know what i mean like they wanted to be like in a fishbowl and being very wrong and like i didn't kill anything they'll drown yeah cuff and link dude i wish yeah okay yeah you know stallone still has those fucking turtles stallone still still alive yes because turtles live forever stallone has cuff and link from rocky still Whoa, that makes me happy. I hope they have a way better turtle bowl. I hope they have a gigantic imagine, like terrarium that they live in. Um, no, something else I wanted that, like, to know. They kind of are dicking him though on like Rocky movie right stuff. Like he's not seeing money from like the re-release or something. I don't know. Something weird like that. I don't know. This is not the show, but God. it's all him. I, I mean, dude, he he wrote it. Like he wrote. It's all fucking, him. The whole thing is him. I'm here. All right, let me get this I'm out. I'm here. The referees were essentially throwing that game at certain points. Like, I know we're talking about airing on the side of caution. However, I'm a little Boy, bit man. more, I'm a little less forgiving, rather, when Chris Jones actually strips the ball and possesses it well before even landing on the quarterback. I thought that was crazy. And there were so many bad calls in this game. It got to the point, I don't know if you've seen this clip on Twitter, where it was a referee trying to, like, 
call out that there was actually no no uh, flag on the play, but his voice was like breaking, like he was crying. And it was like he was terrified because the fans were booing as loud as they physically could for like three quarters straight of that game. Dude, Arrowhead's no joke. Um, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. I, the, you know, the refs, the refs shouldn't have to worry about getting out alive. Um, but you know who else shouldn't have to worry about getting out alive, Aiden, is the poor, the poor, the poor camera guy, the gaffer guy <laughs> walking in front of him. Talk about that. Talk about Jesus that. Jesus Christ. So I'm like, uh, Taylor was sitting in with me, which was nice. He was sitting and watching. I did not see it live. Well, uh, uh, the only way you saw it live is if you, you watched Monday Night Football and ESPN transition into Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. And so, like, started the show off of that clip that, you know, they were, like, fucking, like, it was the hot goss. That's why I was like, I don't even I don't even know where to look this up when it happened. Because I was like, holy fuck, I can't believe I just saw that. Um, he did. He just straight put that fucking dude down. It um, was egregious, dude. The guy stepped in front of him, kind of. And he's crossing. you could have easily, easily just stopped or, like, oop, or did a Midwest ope and go around him. And Devontae just shoved his ass onto the ground. And Twitter went crazy with jokes and honest advice to be like, if that's me, I'm showing up to court the next day with a neck brace on. Well, it's like, even if he like, okay, let's de- let's devil's advocate. Worst case scenario, look at this. Even if, even if the guy's doing something purposeful, at worst, he's crossing in front of your path at the same time you're walking. At worst, right? So with whatever ill intent you can take that with his hands are full with a fucking like uh stay it was like the lighting Uh, or something yeah and fucking so so there's that so even if even if like Devonte adams still kind of wants to be annoyed or be a dick he can still run into the guy i'm just saying he could he could still run into the guy and at least like kind of like catch him a little and be like you know shake his head something like that Dude, he fucking just straight up, the guy's coming in front of me, just shoves him the fuck down. Like, like hard. I mean, nah, I'm sorry. Like, it's it's indefensible. He did come out and apologize both on Twitter and in the post game, but it's like, dude, like. You better take down those Taco Bell commercials gonna get now. by the NFL. Is that, I guess, the, I guess the angle from Taco Bell with Pete Davidson is like, the joke is that, like, he's kind of divisive. Whereas with Devontae Adams, they're like, He's the safest fucking spokesperson we could have ever hired, and instead, it's like he's oh the my safest God, he just receiver in the league. The man down. <laughs> just, oh yeah, man. that's all I'm saying. Oh man, if well, you I'm know that why? One you know Taco when... Bell guy working in his house. I'm watching out. That's all I'm saying. Embarrassing as fuck the way those uh, Raiders receivers ran into each other on that crosser. Like at the, like I mean yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I, it was, I'd and it be was angry him enough to shove somebody too. I don't know if I did. And Renfro. It was him and Renfro, their two best receivers, too. I would shove Renfro's little ass down. Derek Carr right, was Luke. underthrowing Devontae Adams all night. Yeah, kind of. He was also putting it right in his fucking bread basket on crazy plays where he ran up the gut of the pocket and just launched it like That's after true. jumping. Fair he start. had two of them that were fucking crazy but to that him. You have long to give him that. Tutty, that long tutty off the bat to Devontae was an underthrow. And then he was getting like, he was tossing up some just like and getting the flag too, like that weren't actually going to get. Correct. To I guess I'm just focusing on the one where he ran like a superhero and like Superman punched through the ball through the air and landed right in the bread basket. It was perfect. I I don't. I mean, I want to live in a world where the Raiders are good, but these Raiders are not so good. One 
and four. <laughs> not good. Not so All right, let's good. get to our picks. Let's get to our picks. Uh, Thursday night's game, which I hope is not the stinkiest stinker like last week, which that's the joke right now, and that was the joke then. Washington Commanders at Chicago Bears. We're going to be wearing our orange helmets and our orange jerseys, and for that very reason, I'm picking the Bears. I'm here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to grab a put. I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> Dude, that does sound like Hermit the Crab. It's a fucking funny ass video, dude. It's so mean for everybody to mock this <laughs> poor guy and say he sounds like Kermit the, poor Kermit guy? the Crab, but he's, he's not like poor. The best he's anything but my friend. <laughs> he's anything but poor. He's the I'm very here. very wealthy. Um, Washington okay. Commanders at Chicago. I'm here. I'm. I got uh, Commanders. Smart pick by you. I'm here. Uh, I think that Carson Wentz is gonna is gonna show off after Rivera threw him under the bus. But I'm very excited uh, to see your guys' orange on orange. I really am. That's the 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 uniform like Madden child in me is like fucking going nuts just thinking about. No, it. I'm those, I'm I super want, excited. I want to just look at one of those helmets. I just want to gaze upon them. Hey, don't forget our offense started clicking last week. But that said, the Commanders blitz a lot more. Um, it looks like there's another potential london game or where is this game is it 9 30 or 8 30 a.m my time san francisco at atlanta is but where munich is it actually is it munich is this munich I, game there's a game coming up in munich i know where is it if any of us get laid it's because of eric banna and munich <laughs> i don't know where this game is Oh, you should look dude. that up while we're going through it. I can't. Like all my all stuff right, is, well, is not, fill the air is not then. lookupable. I I, uh, I I forgot that we were on a show. I was just looking at you and talking. Um, this is what happens when you get a I night pod. Know. Last night of me being 29, my brain yes. scrambled like so many fucking delicious brown eggs. The tasty delicious Y'all ready for kind. this eggs, Tyrone? I know you bet. I know like your belly's it's... ready for some of this eggs, Tyrone. It's off. You know the what? Game, According to NFL.com, it's just a noon game. So then my pick'em sheet must just be fucking misinformed, and that's upsetting. <laughs> no. I'm an idiot. My pick'em sheet says it's in the morning. All right. Anywho, San Francisco at Atlanta. I'm gonna take San Francisco in this one. Me as well. Yeah. San Francisco's cooking. In that- Next, we have New England at Cleveland. Uh, ooh, ooh. Give me give me New England in this one. All right. Do you want to go first every time? Because I know that bothered you last year. You can go next. All right. Uh, so you said it's New England and Cleveland. Ugh, this is gross. I'm doing these live. This is the first time we've gone live on picks on the air because I've been trying to be better. Me too. I, I usually pick it um, well before the, the actual pod. Mm. This is difficult. I am going to go with New England. They just beat the living fucking shit. Out of That's what I'm saying. They beat like, a team that was scoring all sorts of fucking points. All right. um, next, we have New York Jets at Green Bay Packers. Packers. Yeah, me too. I can't take them. I can't take the Jets with Green Bay at home coming off a Love loss. Love to be wrong. Be thrilled. To yeah. Be. I mean, I think the Jets could give them a fight, but Aaron coming off a loss is pretty good. Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Oh, fuck. Jacksonville. 
Indiana Indianapolis can't score touchdowns. Dude, so, Indy is like, so cooked. I've got to go. I got to go Jacksonville too. Indy's cooked. Like I want I mean, them to win, but they're not just not even, playing well. Just not even a professional football team. <laughs> but so yet they beat week, the Chiefs, so obviously they are. Like I, I don't know. It's just all I have is a taste of that Thursday night game in my mouth still, and it tastes like fucking like I didn't brush my teeth the night before. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. I fell Always brush I your teeth a- before bed. Say I fell asleep late after I got drunk and ate ice cream, and that's how it tastes. Oh, no. And you're going to have the like wet poops the next day because your tummy can't handle the lactose. Think about it. Fuck. Okay. Minnesota at Miami. Uh, this is, you know, it depends on who's playing QB for Miami, but after Minnesota did that, I'm going to go Minnesota in this one, actually, yeah. It'd be fucking rad for uh, Teddy to play. I would love that. Teddy versus the Vikings would be great. Um, obviously, I have the Vikings, but this is a this is not necessarily an easy game. Next, we have Cincinnati at New Orleans. You pick. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, at New Orleans, huh? Do we know if... Um, is Jameis back? That uh, I'm not sure of. Okay. Um, I am going to go with, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I think New Orleans Lux, uh, is running out. They played us hard and they got it. They snuck a win last week with some Taysom, but I don't think Taysom can happen every week. I think it's going to be Andy Dalton again. Yeah. Yeah, I've also got got Cincinnati. All right. So next we have Baltimore at New York giants, though. New York's got the better record, four and yeah. one. I've got yeah. Baltimore in this one. I have Baltimore. I was. I literally wasn't even gonna let you talk. I was gonna go Baltimore. Like I've got Holy Lamar, shit. and dude, like, can you see this? Look at how many we picked that are all on the away side right now. Oh wow, that's weird. Yeah, they're pretty much all away games. Can't be right. There's no way that'll be the case, but yeah. we're just going with our gut or going with logic. Next, it's Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. Your pick. Tampa Bay. Yeah, me too, the away team. Oh, no. We picked uh, one difference so far. All right. Which is the Bears game. Carolina at LA Rams. Uh, man, that's definitely going to be the Rams the after fuck? what happened yeah, with Carolina. I mean, Rams. I think last week was just a disparate week. Like, last week was, like, a lot of it could go either way picks, too. Like It was. And I'm not going to lie. Other than – and this is not – I mean, you, you – this is nothing against you. You won three – or you won four out of five, actually, but you came out three ahead. But all of the other picks could have easily went the other way. The Bears could have won. The uh, Broncos could have won. And the Seahawks could have won very right. easily. These picks the only, feel a actually, shoo-any. Like, these, these picks, we could be obviously wrong. Dallas, feel a little Dallas beat the Rams. Yeah, Dallas beat the Rams pretty handily, though. Arizona at Seattle. Um, I'll pick again first. I've got Arizona in this one. I think Arizona is starting to play pretty good. And Seattle is surprisingly good, and they have a great home field advantage, but I've got to go with Kyler. I don't have to, actually. And uh, I would think that I do, but no. It's at Seattle. That's a home field advantage I care about, and Gino is is doing things that he's never done in his fucking career right now. Like, Except so- at West Virginia a little bit. I thought about go- I mean it, professional career. Um yeah. I thought about going to this game. I'm going to Seattle this weekend. I legit thought about going Fuck that'd be fun. Checking out yeah, card I don't know. Maybe you I could get will. caught doing a <laughs> leading a skull chant somehow. Yeah, for who knows? No, dude, I, I the Seahawks are good people. I like them. 
good re- good relations with the Seahawks the Vikings have. Like fucking, you gotta, it's very true. I got the uh, got, Seahawks. Nice. I'm like holding in a sneeze right now that I'm like right on the press. I might go. I might just go, and that way I can vibe them to a to a victory because I want to watch the Vikings. Is that the same time? Yeah. It is. No, it's not. Are you nope. serious? Minnesota at Miami is at one, which is noon my time. And so it'll be a little earlier for you. And then the Arizona game is the afternoon game, Seattle. Dude, we might scat. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should check it out before the game on Sunday and see what tickets are like. Me, Taylor, and Tuan. You should look into that. That would be really, really cool. I've never, I like uh, the stadium. I've never been. Mm, they got that big go ass the- clock on Ooh, the front. This sounds fun. Look into it. Look into it. Buffalo at Kansas City is about to potentially be the game of the year. Um, oof, golly, golly, oh me. This is one you pick first. Buffalo, Kansas City? Yep. Buffalo Can- at Kansas City. Kansas City. All right, give me Buffalo. Not an easy pick, but Kansas City at home is just like, I'll take him. I'll take him. I get it. I get it. I could go either way on this. I'm, I'm going to take Josh Allen and the Bills. Dallas at Philadelphia. Oh, primetime banger. That's going to be so fun. That Five is and an versus excellent four and one. fucking game. <laughs> That's going to be so good. Oh, lovely. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Um, I, where's it at? Dallas at Philly. Oh, fuck. Philadelphia. But I don't want to. I want to pick the Cowboys. Give me Dallas. That's a great pick. I think that's a great pick. I'm, and I want to make it, but I'm not. You know why? Because I keep picking against Dallas because Dak's been out, yet that defense is just bullying people into oblivion. And eventually, the bell is going to ring for this fucking... The, the Liberty Bell is going to ring for this Philadelphia Eagles team to finally lose their first game. And it's going to you know be this one, I think. You know what's funny is... Um, uh, every bit of my gut feels that way but i also feel the same way about the cowboys like i've been riding the cowboys all season and yet i think they gotta drop another like the the four they're like i I think they gotta lose one um that's why this is gonna be such a good game luke i could see the eagles continuing this uh unbeaten streak and like i look at it like this offensively cooper rush is all right but he hasn't been lights out uh the defense has been carrying him oh what a nice cat She's been sleeping next to me the whole pod. And if Dak Prescott comes back, he's coming back off injury. He's not going to be warm. Um, And they're in Philadelphia. So um, I think they stay undefeated. It's hard. I can't fucking wait. That defense. The Dallas defense is nuts. Like that, the pass rush. You know who doesn't get roughing the passer calls? Jalen Hurts. And I think Micah might spike him down real hard. Hopefully not. Hopefully nothing that could be, you know, potentially an injury. Okay. Monday night's game say, is going to make political. That's for your career in politics later. They're gonna yeah. It's because like, I wanted to make a joke. I wanted to make a joke, but we've also been very serious about these topics. So sometimes it's, you know, the it's jokes, difficult. Yeah, We're jokey jokes jokers. Fun when like, it's been like, like, Oh, it's been bad stuff going on. Denver at LA chargers, Luke. A, it's LA Chargers, and B, why the fuck are you trotting out Denver at LA Chargers when you could have had Buffalo, Kansas City on Monday night? Hang on. Yes, so Buffalo, Kansas City is in the the same time slot as Arizona, Seattle in the 330. 
and Dallas Philly is the night game. The Monday night game is Denver at LA Chargers. I think we both have Chargers, right? Without a shadow of a doubt. I but have like, the, the oh my God, why are you ch- like, okay, so finally the Chargers are good and loaded with talent. And the only time you're going to put them out there for primetime is when they're playing the team that has stunk up primetime like three well, they don't, three times they, a season? They can't flex that. Like, There's nothing they can do about it. Like When you go into the season and you're making that schedule, you go, Russell Wilson is on the Broncos? Yeah, I, like, why can't course. they flex that? Tell me how. Because I don't even know how those things work. That, is it only when it's the, so, the same I, day? I think for the same reason I was wrong about the um, – the flexing the night game too is because NBC and ABC have contractual obligation to those. And same with Thursday with Amazon prime have like, and all these channels too, CBS Fox, but to a lesser degree, if they're not prime time, those teams have the, those are like our channels are given those teams for those ratings for this reason. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's not, as transferable as maybe we would like it to be in Fuck. our dial fan world. But ABC, Disney, ESPN, like, that's their fucking game. And they'll be fucking damned. Like, you know what I mean? Like, going to the air. Now, granted, now they're probably wishing they didn't fight for that matchup or whatever, or however it works. Maybe I'm wrong here. I, it, maybe it bears some, some uh, investigation. But I, I don't feel like as though, it. I feel All as of these though, like, Thursday night game games have sucked. To, they have been. They've been terrible. And this Monday night game is not a good matchup. Well, and Sunday night belongs solely to, to NBC and Peacock. That's theirs. And those have kind of rocked. So Those have um, been so good. Those have been good, and Peacock has Notre Dame. So, like, NBC's had, had me by the balls this season. Dude, you are a Peacock. I'm a real Peacock when it comes to sports. Big fan. I'm a lima, I love ESPN I'm a lima well. bean cock. <laughs> I actually fucking hate peas. Big and black. You know that? I hate them. I'm not a big fan. Really? I love peas. You get a little bit of melted butter on there. If it's a bunch of butter, if there's a ton of butter, I'm fine with it. But um, other than that, no, I don't really fuck with them. Like edamame. Somebody downstairs. Ooh, edamame. Those are soybeans. Yeah, but they feel kind of like peas. They're in those delicious... Soybeans are really close to peas. Uh, There's so many good... Just so many good peas and beans and lentils. Ugh. Oh, I did write down cha- my pick. Some, some chana doll. You ever had some of that? I have not. Monday night was some what Indian game? We cuisine? just talked about it. Monday night is Denver at LA oh, Chargers. Oh, awful, awful game. LAC. Oh, my God. Brad is going to be so happy. Brad Pence. I know. We're actually going to be watching is it. Gonna be, yep, because us and the rest of the world have little choice but to watch the Chargers. I'm sure there'll be playoff baseball or something, but like, and I think, no, no, I think it'll just, you know what? Maybe regular season basketball starts up too, but I don't think anybody's going to be watching much else. The NFL is the, is the America's game now. So, you know me, it's only football. So if, that if there's said, football and I'm watching it, I wouldn't blame the world for uh, boycotting both the Thursday night game tomorrow for how bad the matchup sucks. And, uh, I get it. And I get it. I won't because I don't give a fuck because I love NFC North I and wear... I'll watch him through thick or thin. Um, okay. 
if you haven't seen, say you're me and you haven't seen anybody wearing a sports jersey at all on campus Bizarre. since you've been on campus this whole year, which is fucking nuts. Bizarre. Would it be weird for me to rock a Justin Fields jersey what are on they, Thursday? Like St. Louis Rams fans over there, or what the fuck, dude? SIU, I haven't like... seen a sports jersey on campus. No, it's very proper for you to wear. Like Friday is the day at school to wear your team's jersey. Like Friday, Purple Fridays, my man. For me. Did I tell you when I was doing participant observation uh, for my qual class, I was at an apple orchard and I saw a dude wearing a Virginia Tech Michael Vick jersey. And I'm like, I don't even know oh. if I can hate on that. No, <laughs> it's kind of swag. I love those Virginia, uh, Virginia Tech jerseys from that era. Like, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. He's like, it's a Marcus Vick jersey. Ooh, even... I mean, were wait, they the same cut? Co- were they the same number? Not the same number. I think they were different by a couple. The Vicks at That'd be so funny. No one knows about Marcus, but I used to play with him as number five. I used to play with him as wide receiver. I remember Marcus Vick. Um, Maybe less problematic, but then, yeah, some part of my brain is making me say something bad happened with Marcus Vick. Yeah, Marcus Vick arrested in Newport News on charges of assaulting police. What did he even do? Free Marcus Vick. The Daily Press of Newport... Whoa. The... uh, told the judge Vic was unemployed in Atlanta and couldn't get to court. Woodward said Vic, quote-unquote, just wanted to do the 10 days for the offense. What did he do? What's the offense? See, we're getting to the bottom Failing, Just failing to appear in court twice in 2010 on driving on a suspended license. Bro, um, free fuck, Marcus Vic! Fuck all this. Dude, no, what? Fuck all this. For NFL Mayo, <laughs> I've been Aiden. Uh, I'm Luke. Uh... Maybe Aiden, am I gonna go to the fucking? Am I gonna go to this NFC West matchup? You know, I really hope you do. I just hope that when you look at the tickets, they aren't outrageous. I feel like day of they might like. At least I should go tailgate, right? Yeah, why not? That's free. Let's right. see. Let's see right now. Let's see. We're still on air. It's okay. We're not out yet. No, not StubHub. Yet. What would you? What do you go through? StubHub. You go through StubHub. StubHub, Ticketmaster. I don't. I don't really care. I'll go. I'll go as legit as possible All right. if need be. From ninety-eight. How many you want? Three. You want three tickets? Let's say three. They can be nosebleed as fuck. Nosebleed, ninety-four piece. It's not amazing. Uh, but but it's you're not the like worst. up. You're like up on the I'm like the wraparound corner edge. Yes. I mean, okay. So let's see. Let's get fun. a little bit further down. Okay. This is a cool one. Those pop down to like sixty-five bucks. I, I would do it. Yeah, it's gonna be over one fifty to three hundred to get any cool kind of tickets. NFL so tickets know. are wild, man. It's only there's only seventeen games. I mean, guaranteed. Fuck, I would never be able to afford these until I finally get an adult job. It's my mom. I mean, my mom bought our tickets to the Thanksgiving game, and they're fucking brutal. And I can't imagine what the. Uh, the tickets cost for when we went to SoFi for the Vikes Chargers because we were down there. For NFL For Mayo. NFL Mayo, I've been Aiden. I'm Luke. God help anybody who listens to this night slash birthday pod. This has been a hell of a podcast. We have been interrupting each other quite often. Cam Dantzler. Happy birthday, Luke. Happy birthday, buddy.